A very warm welcome to the Change Conversations podcast, where we help individuals to reignite the spark to look at their lives and careers with a different lens. Our interactions interrogate different individuals of all backgrounds who seek to be equipped for change in their careers and personal goals. I am your host, Mbumengu Betaga, and I look forward to bringing you impactful change conversations. Hi, everybody. We are back again. And on the seat today, I've got a very exciting guest. And this is what I love about social media, because I met him on social media. And, um, and yeah, I loved his story, so I've asked him to join us today. So on the chair, I've got Jake. And Jake Davy, he's from the UK. He's going to be telling us a very exciting story of career transition that he has done. Um, but if you're finding us for the first time, please follow, subscribe, do everything that people do on social media, um, like, comment, and all those things. And Jake, thank you. Thank you for being with us today. Pume, thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. I've been looking forward to this. Thank you. Thank you for making the time. So as I said, on this platform, people introduce themselves. They do a better job than I do. So please introduce yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, so I, my name is Jake Davey. And um, for the past six years, almost, I've worked with uh, thousands now of business owners, entrepreneurs uh, across the UK, Europe, South Africa, uh, North South America, um, in fact, most parts of the world now, uh, teaching them how to grow and monetize their audience on Instagram. So whether they are an existing business owner, uh, a new entrepreneur, if they have their own products, if they don't have any products, how people can grow and monetize an audience on Instagram how they can do that in a time efficient way, how they can do it actually in an enjoyable way, even if they're not using Instagram right now. They don't have to be an influencer. They don't have to put pictures of themselves up there. They don't have to put pictures of their coffee or their dogs, um, but they are able to express themselves and reach an audience and actually monetize one of the hottest platforms out there today. That's what we teach. Um, we work with tens of thousands of people and uh, I love what I do and I love the people that we get to work with as well. Wow. But on a personal note, who is Jake? That's all about work, Jake, what you've just That's true. Us. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all, I guess, all about the company. Um, who am I? Well, I'm based in the UK. I live in Manchester. I am 37 years old, uh, even though I occasionally look 47. Um, and, <laughs> and um, yeah, my background, I was a teacher. So I worked in education for eight years. Prior to transitioning online, I've now had an online business for six years, and um, that is that. It really is me at this stage. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for that. So that's that's the reason why Jake is here. So Jake was telling a story that he used to be a teacher, and now he runs this business that is making millions of pounds <laughs> and helping. Um, people to make money on Instagram, which I, th which I thought was actually fascinating. But tell us a bit, Jake, about your career when you were still a teacher and how it came about for you to really transition from being a teacher to go into entrepreneurship. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Thank you. So I, as I said, I, I worked as a teacher for eight years. Um, I, when I left university, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Absolutely no idea. I didn't feel prepared in any way for the real world or the idea of, of getting a job. Um, and I looked at all the different options that were available and I did the thing that, that most people do, which is they look at their role models or people close to them and they copy them. And I copied my parents. Both of my parents were teachers. Uh, five out of my six aunties and uncles were all teachers. And so I thought, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be a teacher then. Um, and I spent a few years training uh, and, and, and getting trained. I worked in different schools. I got different experience. And uh, I thought, yeah, I quite enjoy this. I, I was really enjoying it. I worked um, um, with some great staff. I worked with some great students. And I really enjoyed being able to help people and teach people um, and, and, and see a change in people's lives as well. So for me, that was the, the main thing that I absolutely loved doing. And um, I got a big kick out of that for a long time. The, the, the change, eight years, I actually worked in four different schools, mm-hmm. which, is a, which is a lot, I realized. Um, and it was two years per school. Uh, one year, actually, I only stayed in the school for one year. And partly that was me changing a lot, but it was also the nature of the schools that we were in. They were quite challenging inner city schools. Staff turnover mm-hmm. was quite high. Um, I remember each time I was in a job or each time I was in a school thinking, hmm, I'm not fully satisfied. Maybe it's the school. And then I moved again and thought, hmm, I'm not fully satisfied. Maybe it's now the city that I'm living in. And then I moved again and I thought, no, it's not the city. It's not the, the school. It's actually just the job. Um, and at that point, that was in the final year of teaching, I realized that I needed a change. And actually, well, prior to that, what had happened, uh, I had kind of got promoted a few times and I got to the point where I was in a position to um, apply for a job to work as a, one of the senior teachers and senior leaders in the school. And I got the job, um, which was very exciting for everybody, friends and family, and for me. And I did the job for eight weeks, and I very quickly realized this isn't what I want to do. And so I actually stepped down from that position in the school, um, which wasn't received very well. Um, What I realized is what I thought was the job I really wanted to do and the progression I thought I wanted to get, when I actually got it, I thought, I don't really want this at all. And that was quite scary because suddenly I realized, actually, I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do? Um, but it also was a turning point because it showed me something has to change for this to get better and to improve. And that was the, the, the shock in a way or the surprise in a way that made me realize that I wasn't on the right path. And at the end of that school year, I, I knew I couldn't, I couldn't turn down a promotion and then keep teaching it wouldn't be wouldn't be right and that's that's when i left teaching wow can you imagine you get promotion and then eight weeks later you're like nah no this is not it (laughs) yeah yeah and i really did that and the, the 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 people the teachers who promoted me and the staff who did my interviews and things they they weren't very happy you know they weren't happy and fair enough you know they'd invested a lot of time and a lot of money to go through the interview process and things but it, it wasn't right and so yeah I, I actually stepped down from that position 
um, which was a big decision at the time. Wow. And I think that element of of moving and and thinking it's about the school. Maybe this school would be a bit different and moving to a different city. And and most people do that. You kind of keep at a job yeah. and you think maybe let me change the organization. Maybe it's not this one. Maybe it's a di- maybe if I do the same thing but in a different industry, it will be better. But the feeling of just being unfulfilled just keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. It's quite amazing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, was, so what was, happens then? What happens then after you realize I don't want to do this for the rest of my life? <laughs> um, well, I, I I knew I had to change because I because I'd stepped down from the promotion. I knew I couldn't stay in the school any longer because they didn't want me there, or because I wasn't doing a good job, but because I realized that I couldn't keep doing something that didn't have a long term future. Yeah. and so. It was at that point that I handed in my resignation at the end of the year. And whilst all my other friends were buying houses and having children and getting married and, and, and such, I left my job and left my apartment and moved to the other side of the world and moved to Australia. And um, that was, it was the biggest change that I could possibly think of, um, you know, far side of the world. But that was, at the time, for me, that was a big challenge leave security and safety of family and job and all these types of things and go and do something totally different. But what was, was the, the plan? What was the plan? Oh, there was no plan. Australia? There was no plan. <laughs> yeah, no plan. No. We had I I had um I had enough money to live on for two months. And I knew that for t- for two months I would be okay and I didn't need to to work. I could survive for two months, but after that I needed to work. And so the, the plan was to get a job. I knew I needed to work and find a job. Um, there was no plan. It was arrive in Australia job? and find different work and find not. Anything. But what job were you thinking? Anything. Anything. <laughs> Anything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, it, it's, it's funny because I, at the time, I, it wouldn't matter. I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at, um, kind of getting stuff and working at different things and doing what needs to be done. And if, if I needed to, to survive and I needed to earn money, then I would have done any work that was available. Um, a job that I did go for and that I did get was very enjoyable. I worked with some really good people. It set me up with some really good skills, even though the skills I learned that I use today in my, in my current business. Um, and it worked out very, very well. But when I went out there the first time and, and there, there was no plan whatsoever. Wow. So how do you then get to start the business that you're in now? So, so the business now is it's a, it's a um, online marketing and it's teaching people how to, as I mentioned before, how to use Instagram to grow their business and, and monetize Instagram. Um, but I never had any intention of starting a business. I never had any intention that or idea about how to start a business because I wasn't from a family and from a, uh, an environment where people had a business. It wasn't familiar to me. So um, the, the major change that happened was when I left Australia after 12 months, I spent all my money, I'd done all the traveling and I was planning on going back to be a teacher again because I didn't have a plan. Um, I went and uh, had a week in Fiji and 
I figured, well, it's the last time I'm going to be over here for a while. I might as well go and have one great trip and spend some money and travel a bit and have a lot of fun. And uh, so went to Fiji. And as luck would have it or chance or fate or whatever you want to call it would have it, at the time I was out there, I bumped into somebody at the beach. I literally walked into him on a beach uh, over there. And he, this guy, uh, his name was Paul. He was being paid to speak at an event and to teach people how to use Twitter mm-hmm. for their business. And I was looking at this guy and I'm thinking, you're being paid to travel the world and to teach people and speak and such. And I'm spending the last of my money to travel and before going back and being a teacher. I want to know how you do this. How do you get to travel and teach at the same time? How do you get to do that? How, how does that even work? Um, mm-hmm. And so I spent the whole evening talking to him and trying to get as much information as I possibly could out of him. And he said, you know, you need to get educated in this. You need to join. I would recommend join my program, go through the course, understand how it works. Um, and then you will learn how it, how it works and how it happens. And so that's what I did. I, I joined his program when I came back to the UK. I went through his course. Um, I spent hours every day going through the training. Um, and then I went to an event with him and I got coached by him. I got mentored and then the kind of story takes off from there, really. Wow. And, and as you say, whether you believe in fate or God or, or whatever, it feels like it was meant to be kind of situation. Yeah, it was it was interesting, interesting thing, because when I looked at him and I first saw him, I, I wouldn't have had him down as a multimillionaire um, person that was traveling the world and such. It, it wouldn't have struck me like that at all. Um, but it was it was total chance. It was total chance that we'd be in the same place on the same beach at the same time and and that we'd even get on and we, we you know we'd be happy to talk to each other but all those things aligned and it's probably the most important probably the most important meeting um i've had on my i'd say business life and then that's impacted in every area of my social life and family life and relationships as well wow and and what lessons have you learned through this entrepreneurship journey um how how long have you got (laughs) um lot i mean so many um i wouldn't even know where to start and i wouldn't even know which are the most valuable because everybody everybody listening will be at a different stage in their own journey um and so they will take what's relevant for them at this particular stage i think some of the some of the things that have stood out to me are the importance of getting getting mentored the importance of getting coached and getting supported um but for for me growing up i wouldn't necessarily say it was it wasn't a hard and fast rule but the idea that education it almost stops when you leave school or it, it stops when you leave university and actually that's not true if you want to i think the world is understanding this better now but education is an ongoing thing it's a lifelong thing and getting coached, getting mentored, getting guided by somebody that's been there before, done this, and can help you see the shortcuts and even see the, the outcomes and things that maybe we don't see ourselves. So you know, you're investing in yourself uh, and, and you're getting support and mentorship and guidance. Now, that might come in the form of an actual coach or a mentor, 
It might come in the form of a group or a network. It might come in the form of reading books and courses and trainings, maybe podcasts, YouTube videos. There's a whole range of them. Um, and my suggestion would be actually a combination of all of those is going to be key because to just stick to one form of that isn't going to be enough. I think investing in yourself, investing in, in ongoing support and education across a number of different mediums is the thing that's going to help that helped me and continues to help me grow and learn more and achieve more. And that would be my, that would probably be my biggest lesson um, that I would want to share with anybody that's listening today is invest in yourself. Um, and that doesn't, when people say investing, that doesn't mean that you have to spend lots of money and invest lots of money. If you have the opportunity to do that and get support by the right people, absolutely do it. But investing in yourself may just be setting aside time on a daily, weekly basis where you, uh, work on yourself and you improve yourself and you, you grow and you learn and you get educated that would be my suggestion yeah i know yeah, i think i think that's a great it's something that i really really always tell people so so in zulu which is my language there's a proverb that says um you learn from the people that have walked the journey um, and for me, that always just makes sense that if you really want to get into mainly in, in a business environment, how about learning from the people who've done it so yeah. that you you short circuit? They've paid the school fees anyway. And how about you yeah. just short circuit <laughs> for yourself? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's totally true. Yeah, it's, that's totally true. Yeah. But what do you what do you wish somebody would have told you when you started? Oh, uh, started the business or started uh, the younger? business? Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I, I, I guess. I think I think the thing that I'd expected is that that um that the 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 success or um the financial rewards or any of these things it was a destination. I thought it was a destination. I thought you you put a certain amount in and you got a certain amount out and then you were done. And that was it. It was just a, I'll set this up and I'll earn some money and then I don't have to worry about working again or doing anything again. And the reality is that that's just not the case. It, it's, not, it's not a destination. I know it's quite cliche, but it really is about the ongoing journey and the ongoing process. And I think the thing I wish maybe people did tell me, but maybe I didn't listen is, it's not a destination that you're going to get to and then you feel satisfied. It's an ongoing process and learning and journey and growth and you'll get results and you'll get good things along the way. You'll get downsides along the way. But so long as you're clear on the, the bigger vision, the bigger goal and the bigger mission that you're working towards, all those things will work out and you'll actually enjoy them along the way. Mm. And, and, how, and how do you know? Because when you... You got into this by mistake, if if we might say it. Yeah, yeah. And now, how, how do you know that this is it? Or you're still, you're still, maybe you might wake up one day and go, nah, not this. I'm moving on to something else. Um, I heard it. I heard a nice phrase. There's a a friend, a friend of mine. Uh, he has a a podcast. It's called the Skill Stack, and. I like the phrase of skill stacking in that mm. I believe, and this is why I come back to the importance of investing in yourself, that there are skills that we learn um, ongoing 
that continue to improve us and mean that we can add more value to other people. The more value we add to ourselves, the more value we can add to other people. And so mm. over the past few years, I've learned entrepreneurship. I've learned what it's like to run a business. I've learned sales. I've learned marketing, communication, managing a team, um, all of these ty different types of things, finance as well, personal finance, business finance. And so I think the exciting thing about that is that if, even if this isn't the right business and it's, it, it won't last forever, I know it won't last forever, but I, it, I, it's a stepping stone to the next thing. And the key thing is that mm -hmm. if I have all the knowledge and learning and, and growth and development and continue to stack that and combine that, then it means the next thing I, I do, I hope will be, I wouldn't say easier, but it will be more attainable uh, and it will feel more natural and it will flow easier because of the skills that I've built along the journey. Yeah. And, and thinking back, so this is what I usually tell my clients, mainly the ones that want to career transition, is that there's no skill that goes to waste, mm -hmm. right? So as you're changing job, there are skills that you can transfer. So if you think back, what are the skills that you transferred from being a teacher into your business environment now? Oh, being a teacher was probably the most important thing I could have done before doing what I do now. Um, without a doubt, I think, I think teaching eight years, eight years in the classroom, teaching 20 hours a week, I don't know how many hours that adds up to in total. And, and I know there's people that teach a lot longer than that. And some people that teach for their whole career. Um, but that set me up perfectly to then go and be able to stand in front of a hundred people or a thousand people or some events we've done 5,000 people, um, and teach them about online business. If I hadn't have done that in the classroom and learned those skills there, then it wouldn't have applied as well online uh, or in, in person events. Um, so the teaching is, is definitely has been invaluable uh, in so many areas of this business. The second is is probably sales. In that, when I worked in Australia, I worked in a for a sales company. Uh, it was a travel company, and we were selling trips uh, around Australia. But there was a lot of things that I learned there from sales, which translated again into what I do now. And I, I get the most, well, I said the most enjoyment, a large amount of enjoyment from the sales side and the sales aspect and teaching sales to other people. Because I know that when people do it right and they understand the dynamic of those conversations and those relationships, that they can ultimately generate more sales, which means that if their product is good and their service is good and their offer is good, then they're actually going to help more people. So that's that's mm. the real goal um, there. But I think I think the teaching has has undoubtedly had the biggest impact on being able to being confident and, and comfortable talking in front of large numbers of people and one to one and relating to people one to one as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think the fact that you are creating programs, which is you creating lessons, basically, yeah. and that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. No, which I think Absolutely. is amazing. You're, yeah. In your Instagram uh, profile, you say um, you've helped more than 1,400 entrepreneurs to grow their yeah. businesses. Yeah. And, and over $14 million in sales. Yeah. Like, that's mind-boggling. <laughs> <laughs> like, how? Well, it's yeah, well, it. it I mean, I, I think if if I'm honest, I think that the numbers are a little bit outdated now. They need updating. 
Um, we've definitely so they're even higher, more than this now. They, they will, yeah, they will be now. Um, from the number of people that we've worked with, but then also from the the profits and sales that that people have made. Um, but that's a, I mean, we can't, I, you know, it's a, I don't know if we could even keep up with that. But I think that's exciting. Um, and I should emphasize that that you know the clients that we work with and and those that have gone on and, and made great amount of money and been very successful that they've all they've all done the work i i haven't done the work i've maybe pointed them in the right direction and and asked the right questions at the right time but they've they've had to do the work so the success is all theirs and and so what's the next thing for you though the next thing for me with with regards business um with regards to the business yeah i think when i started the business i didn't have any idea about um why people start businesses or um also even even how a business might finish and how you might might um kind of move away from the business and that's not to say that i want to move away from the business right now but the type of business i have is what you might call a lifestyle business which is marketed to a lot of people and sold to a lot of people in the idea of you fit the business around you. When you want to work, you work. When you don't want to work, you don't work. You create the lifestyle that you want and such, which is, is very much what I've designed now, but it's all very much about me. And um, what I would like to do in transition over the next few months, maybe a couple of years, is removing me from the business where I don't have to be the expert. I don't have to be the, the face of the business, but we can bring other people in and we've got really good structures and systems that the business can increasingly run without me and without my time and without me being in there. So that if I'm, if I'm not the bottleneck, then we can actually help more people. Um, and, and I think that's an important thing is that at the moment, I'm still the bottleneck without a doubt. I know that uh, the company can only grow as fast as I grow in the time that I have available. So the next step is now, how do we duplicate my knowledge and experience and, and what, what's what I've, I guess, brought so far to the company so that I can remove myself and we can actually reach and help more people yeah and how do you choose your clients but maybe I think the question is also why did you choose Instagram Instagram as the platform why not Facebook why not Twitter why not LinkedIn hmm. or whatever yeah um part of it was total chance and part of it was total luck you know I'll be honest I think I think if it had been Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or YouTube or any of these platforms, I'd like to think it still would have worked. Um, we would have met, it would, it would have worked when I started this and, and knowing that I didn't want to go back into teaching or anything like that. There was no, there was no doubt that it wasn't going to work. It, it, it had to work. It was, it was going to work. Um, but I think the, the, the great thing with Instagram is that at the time in 2016, when I started, it, it it was a well-known platform. It was growing, absolutely. Um, but it wasn't anywhere near as big as it is today. And at the time, it was growing about 100 million new users every every three or four months, every quarter. So it was really accelerating. And it continues to be, it's still one of the biggest platforms in the world. Um, and until there are major shifts, I would predict, I guess, either cryptocurrency related or VR related, then it's going to be around for a long time. And um, so we, I think it was the right place at the right time, maybe with the right attitude. Um, and those were all the things combined that made it work. But my, 
if 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 we started again, it was with a different platform. Or if I started today, it was with a different platform. It's just about making the making sure that the making the the choice right, rather rather than making the right choice. Yeah, and you choose your clients how? So who? How do you choose? These are the people you're comfortable working with. So, the the main area and main focus for clients is. It's not always hard to quantify, but I, I, I would like to identify it as, or the phrase that we've landed on at the moment, which could always be improved, is life-giving businesses. And so the idea of a life-giving business is, is uh, it could be a service, it could be uh, education-based, it might be coaching, it might be a speaker or author, trainer, entrepreneur, but it's the type of people that have a bigger mission and bigger vision they want to the, the products that they offer or the service that they offer or the skill that they have adds value to other people. It doesn't take away. It's not negative. Um, I guess the extreme example I would go the, the other side would be gambling, for example, or uh, I don't know, cigarettes or something something like that that, that, that you wouldn't determine as a, uh, and that's not to say you shouldn't or shouldn't smoke. I, that's fine. But, um, but it's more just a case of I wouldn't identify those as life-giving businesses. Whereas we work with a lot of coaches and consultants and healers and teachers and authors and health experts and such. And at least for me, these people all are all contributing or trying to contribute in a way that adds value to, to other people and adds value to a global community. Yeah. And I think that's fascinating. And, I, and that part of you, having been a teacher, was not a mistake, Jake it was still contributing to everything that you're going to do for the rest of your life. I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, so where, what is the one thing that you'd like somebody to take out of our conversation today in terms of career transitioning? Yeah. Um, I, think, I think we always, we never regret the things that we do, but we sometimes regret the things that we don't do. And for me, the, the, the biggest, I had a conversation about this over the weekend, and I, I think the only regret I have with teaching is that I didn't leave it sooner. Um, I did it for eight years, and I could have left after five years or six years or even four years. Um, but I don't have it as a massive regret because all of the things that I did would have contributed to me being better at what I do today. So my suggestion would be if if somebody's in that stage of transitioning and making that transition it's um being able to surround yourself with people firstly it's taking action and doing it and taking that leap and then the second thing is then mapping out a journey and having a step-by-step you won't have all the answers it's like it's like a sat nav you know you're not going to be able to see every single turn and every single uh, road that you need to take to get from A to B, but if you have the first steps, that's the but that's that's the only thing that you can take. And if you got the first steps, um, and you've got people supporting you with that, then go with it, hundred percent. Wow! Thank you for that, and thank you for taking the time to speak to me today. So, where do people find you on social media? I know it's on Instagram. Of course, <laughs> so- yeah. Instagram, Instagram is a good place. So. Um, it's my full name. It's Jake Adam Davy, D A V E Y. Jake Adam Davy uh, is where you can find me on Instagram. Uh, you're also welcome to, uh, and I'd say, if people want to watch a training, uh, we have a free training available. Uh, that's on the website. It's jakeadamdavy.com forward slash brands, and you can access one of our free trainings there as well. 
Okay, thank you. Thanks, um, Jake. I really appreciate your time. I know you've, you're hectic, but you did make the time and I highly appreciate that. Pleasure. Thank you so much as well for the invitation. And I love what you're doing. Just keep doing what you're doing because it's it's definitely having an impact. And so I am grateful for what you're doing as well. And thank you for the opportunity to, to speak today. Thank you. Please make sure that you comment, you like, you share, and 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 we'd love to get some feedback of what you think of our change conversations. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Change Conversations. If you enjoyed our show and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and kindly post about it on your social media platforms. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Change Conversations with Mbume. I am Mbume Mbedaga signing out and I will see you again next week.